podcast for supernatural and supernatural shit. Hey guys, guess what? I'm back. Welcome back. Uh, this time I got a new editing system, so sorry for the late upload, but... I had to figure out how to use the editing system, but this new editing system will allow me to be able to make multiple audios, that way I can kind of clip them together and make it more professional. It will allow me to add background music, it'll allow me to just make this podcast that much more professional. Also, sorry about the no art this week, I was super busy with work, and then Halloween happened, or Sam Hain, or my pagans out there, and, but I'll be sure to draw two next week, I'll draw the vampire and draw the next one. As far as I know, there was no comments on the Instagram or Twitter, so we'll have to wait until next week to actually go through comments and stuff like that, and I ordered new headphones! So hopefully the audio will actually be that much more clear and it will be that much louder. Which means I'll be able to make better and better audio content for you guys. And thanks to this new setup, I created an intro. It's still in beta, but I'm gonna try it out in this video and I hope you guys will actually like it. quick for the future of this podcast i plan to post more on social media i plan to have more of a online social media presence that way i can interact with you guys you guys can interact with me we can create more of a solid foundation for this community i plan to spend more time drawing i owe you guys now two drawings one of vampire and one of next week i won't give it away just yet and i plan to edit the audio more and more Rather than one long continuous audio, I plan to record in multiple smaller sections, maybe even throughout the week. So that way I can make sure I get a good take and make sure you guys actually enjoy listening to the sound of my voice. You know, I love listening to the sound of my own voice, but at least then I can have more background music, I can add more audio clips, I can download more clips, and I can make more enjoyable for you guys. talk about art and I would talk about the art that I was linked to and the art that I created and the art that you guys created and I would show off your artwork, I would give shout outs, I would do things like that. Unfortunately this week because I was way too busy and I have horrible time management, I didn't create any art this week. But what I did want to mention is that I wanted to have you guys encourage to encourage you guys to link me to art. I want to be able to see what you guys create. I will link you guys to stuff. I think you guys enjoy it and we can just have this cool back and forth game going. So without further ado, let's get to the lore.
Dracula. The vampire who started it all. Dracula was actually one of my favorite books to read. I got one of the newer editions of the book. Uh, one of the reprints I got it in a set for Christmas. It was a set of, like, Dracula, it was Dark Ship on the Side, Frankenstein, just the trio. Uh, it was written in 1887 by Bram Stoker, the Irish author. And it was the story, yeah, without giving away too much. Uh, but if, seriously, if you haven't read it at this point, like, it's kind of your fault. Like, it's been out long enough. Uh, Dracula's attempt to move from Transylvania, his homeland, to England to try to infect more people to becoming vampires. It ends up leading to a battle between Dracula and a small group of people from England, led by the Professor Van Helsing, who was badass in the movie. I think it was in 1990-something, the movie they came out with. Oh god, I'm, I'm gonna be pissed because I can't remember the actor's name, but actor for Wolverine. Badass actor. He played Van Helsing and ended up being like a werewolf man. Super fun to watch. Uh, but Dracula led to numerous adaptations throughout history since the book came out in 1987, including and not limited to plays, movies, other authors, including one titled The Death of Dracula, uh, pop culture, fantasy. Romance novels, and of course, the shiny vampires. The characters in the Twilight, which I know is not particularly my favorite movie, even though it happens to be the favorite of a lot of people. It did eventually give us Fifty Shades of Grey, which was kind of a fun movie. Because Fifty Shades, for those who don't know, is actually just a fan fiction of someone who wrote about Twilight but didn't the change some of the details that way they wouldn't get in trouble. And so Fifty Shades ended up becoming this movie or movies now I think I haven't seen the second one about BDSM, the BDSM community. There's a reason they call me Bone Daddy, hey. <laughs> but enough on that. If we're looking at this from a psychological perspective of where the lore probably came from, it probably came from actual vampire bats. Someone probably saw bats feed on someone who couldn't explain it, so they came up with this myth and this lore to try to make sense out of it. That's the reason I love lore so much, because it came from somewhere. Someone must have seen something, thought of something, and or told this story, and it didn't make sense to them, so they tried to explain it. And it came out with these stories, these lores, and I love it. But where vampires probably came from the vampire bats, a species of subfamily, uh, Desmond, I'm gonna butcher this name, Desmond, they are leaf-nosed bats found in Central and South America that live solely on blood, which is actually super cool because 
is how it works. I've seen a documentary on this. The bats, they fly down while you're sleeping. And sleeping animals, they usually go after like livestock, not typically humans. Unless you have them like, like in the middle of the jungle or something. But they fly down and then while you're sleeping and they break the skin shirts of teeth. And then they just like lap it up with their tongue and their tongue has a saliva that immediately starts healing the wound before they make it so they're able to just lap on the blood, lap up the blood, and then just fly off without you ever even noticing that they were there. So they're actually pretty harmless as far as bats go. In fact, I don't think bats are actually that dangerous unless they've been contracted with a disease of some sort. Vampires in and of themselves are everywhere. They are so far embedded into pop culture, it's actually insane. They are part of Dracula, they are part of art, music, themes, literature. As far as movies go, it's Dracula, it's Van Helsing, it's Twilight. It has gone so far to the point where there are actual online dating sites. I haven't participated because that's gross and weird to me, but you know, I don't judge. But essentially the dating site is where not so much vampires but if you have like some sort of like quote-unquote blood kink then you go on the site and you find other people who have blood kinks and you meet up so they're basically vampires like they market it as like the vampire dating site even though they're not actually vampires it's weird point is i used to be terrified of vampires as a kid like they used to really scare me like i would have nightmares and them turning into like their vampire slave or whatever. Remember when I was really little, I watched this Scooby-Doo vampire special episode where the gang was hunting this real live Dracula and he was turning slaves or whatever. For some reason that thought just terrified me. And so as a kid I would stay up at night terrified trying to come up with logical reasons why the vampires wouldn't come get me. Which is why it kind of... I don't know how I feel about it. I'm very torn because I don't want to be just like hates on Twilight and shiny vampires, but they kind of turned them from scary to more loving, and that's not what vampires are supposed to be. Vampires are supposed to be terrifying, but in that movie they're loving and they're moody and dramatic, which I'm not a fan of. I prefer the Van Helsing vampire where I'm it's like I'm going to fly around and turn you into my vampire slave or sucky dry. 
Speaking of Van Helsing, one of my favorite movies. I loved it from beginning to end. And I'm embarrassed that I didn't know it came to me online. I looked it up. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman stars in it. The wonderful Hugh Jackman starring in Wolverine and a whole bunch of different action movies, including the single Logan. But the movie Van Helsing was inspired actually by Bram Stoker's book, which that actually makes me love it that much more because that was one of my favorite books. So it kind of plays into it. But if you haven't seen it yet, it came out in 2004. It's a wonderful movie. And it even has a cameo of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in the beginning, for those of you who don't know. And it stars Kate Beckinsale as one of the leading. Supernatural vampires. They also have the ability to hide their teeth, 
we are discussing Bram Stoker's vampire, on the other hand, we also have to talk about if we're talking about Dracula or if we're talking about one of Dracula's servants that he creates when he infects them. If we're talking about Dracula, he can also, along with everything else, he can also, well, except for hiding the teeth, I guess that's something you can't do, but he still has great hearing, tracking abilities, sense of smell, all that. And he also can turn into a bat, as we all know. Not only that, he is also known for his ability for hypnosis and levitation. His servants, on the other hand, according to the book, don't have hypnosis or levitation, and they seem to have more in common with the supernatural vampire in that they are more this blood-seeking monsters rather than the sophisticated vampire that Bram Stoker shows off. The supernatural vampires seem to target mostly women, but it also seems that they will also just take what they can get. They transfer it by, rather than a bite, because a bite won't actually transfer it, they seem to need to swap blood almost. Like you need to ingest or get some of their blood in some of your blood. Uh, also, there's the fact that they are really affected by daylight, which means they can actually go out in the sun without burning to a crisp. In contrast, the Dracula vampire, Dracula Dracula, seems to mostly target women, primarily virgins. I don't know whether that book promotes virginity or the protection of virginity, or whether it's kind of against it, because I guess if you're not a virgin, then he's less likely to go after you. Uh, he can only travel by night, otherwise he'll burn to a crisp. It'll harm him. But he can also infect with a single bite, rather than having to swap blood, so I guess it's easier access that way. Which kind of sucks, but, you know, what you gonna do? You know, comparatively, Dracula seemed to have more in common with the Twilight vampires than I actually thought before. My guess is that, I don't know, but my guess is that Twilight actually probably took some inspiration from Bram Stoker's vampire and turned him into this misunderstood creature that teenage girls would fawn over. necessarily bad for him, but it makes him more identifiable. I don't know, if, I guess if you can't identify him by the pale face and the giant teeth and the cape, but you know, if he's not seeing a mirror, that's kind of a dead giveaway. Uh, sunlight actually hurts him. Sunlight will make him go poof into ashes, which is helpful. 
processing to burn him. Uh, and a good way to kill him is by nailing him to his coffin. At least I heard that was one way. Or put him in the coffin, put the cross on top of it, something like that. Again, leave the comments down below if you want to correct me. A uh, wooden stake to the heart also kills him, and a metal stake, if it's heated up, also seems to do the trick. In contrast, the supernatural vampires, there seems to be only one real way to actually get rid of them, since sunlight won't do much, other than, like, I don't know, make them tired, make them drowsy, I don't know. But it seems to be the number one way is to tear off their head. Decapitation, whatever way you can figure it out. Whether it's chainsaw, machete, tearing it off if you've got the muscle. Oh, and dead man's blood. If you can inject a supernatural vampire with dead man's blood, then you'll basically knock it out for hours. It's like poisonous to them. It'll kill them, but it'll, you know, knock them out for a bit. Also, Something I kind of notice: new vampires are always super desperate for blood. Which means you can lead them in, draw them into a trap, and then take them down that way. In contrast, if you happen to be talking about the 2004 movie Van Helsing Vampires, and also talks about whether you're talking about uh, Dracula or one of Dracula's servants, one of his women. Because if you're talking about his women, then you could take him out with a well-aimed crossbow shot, or you could take him out with a giant blast of light, or a light bomb as shown in the movie, or if you happen to just, like, be part werewolf, like our man Hugh Jackman, the badass, who ends up turning to werewolf spoilers, and just tearing the absolute shit out of Dracula's minions and Dracula at that point. It's a badass movie. I 10 out of 10 recommend it. Please go watch. Like I said, I'm gonna go watch the London one. It's gonna be awesome. But when in doubt, my advice in general would be just run. Run and pray that they don't find you and pray that they don't catch a scent or think that you tasty because it seems that like if vampires want to eat you whether it be twilight or van helsing or van helsing the movie or dracula they seem to find a way to your home and they seem to find a way to drink you of your blood in fact the only vampire that i would actually be okay with drinking my blood would be the actual vampire bat because at least that it wouldn't really do anything to you. They would just kind of lap it up for a little bit and then clean up the cut. And you wouldn't even notice it in the morning. Unless that bat happened to be infected with, like, rabies or some sort of transmittable disease. But the odds of that are very low. for today. Just recap, I will be drawing a whole bunch of art this upcoming week. I can't wait to 
figure out this new audio system so that way I can bring you guys good content that you guys can enjoy watching. I am excited to keep making this and I hope our community grows and I hope that we can have fun talking about monsters. So until next time guys, Memento Mori, have a good night.